From Disney's Boardwalk Resort in Lake Buena Vista, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion, coming to you from Disney's Boardwalk Resort. I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined this week by my good friends, Dustin West, Pat Fulton, Ryan Sherber, Liz Anderson, and Eric Anderson. In this episode, we're going to talk about the Tower of Terror 10K Marathon. Do I have that name right? 10 Miler. 10 Miler. 10 Miler, 10K, whatever. <laughs> um, Ryan and Pat and Liz and Eric all ran the race just last night. Um and it was the first Disney race for all four of you, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yes. yes. And uh, so someone who knows nothing about, you know, look, I pay no attention to running unless it's <laughs> running for like the bathroom or food. Um, so what was this process like? Take me through, you know, getting ready for it in terms of training, signing up for it. Um, what were your expectations going into it? And what do you think of it now that you've actually done it? I think every, everyone's kind of come to this from a different standpoint. We've all chosen to run for different reasons. And all of our trainings, just in talking between the, the four of us, have all been different mm-hmm. in just what we've gone through. I know I wanted to do it because I haven't done a race before. I, you know, I knew I was going to be down here this weekend anyway. So I figured, you know what, just bite the bullet and do it. And I just started running. And they provide a lot of great plans from Jeff Galloway, who's kind of the coordinator for Run Disney. And he helps coach you through how to train for it and everything like that. And it made it really easy to just get ready for this race in an appropriate method that was safe and healthy. Now, how do they, how, how does Jeff Galloway do that? Is that all via the web? Is it, you know, it comes out via emails generally, and then also mailers and you yeah, found his a, plans. There's a much. downloadable training plan that he puts together for each of the Disney races that backs you up from the race. Um, however many weeks or months. So you can follow that plan pretty much to the letter um, for example, this one would have you do two shorter training runs during the week and a longer one on the weekend, alternating with a shorter one every other weekend. And then you you actually go beyond the full distance of the race for your last long training run, and then it backs you down until you hit the race day. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so Eric and I had actually signed up for the half marathon before we signed up for this, and then when we realized we were going to be here, we thought, well, why not? <laughs> Ten miles is on the way to half marathon, so let's give it a whirl. And It was a lot of fun. Now, now it was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, you were very nervous last night. We had dinner last night with Liz, and, Liz yeah. and Eric, and, and Liz was uh, this was this is kind of nerve wracking for you. Well, I'm, I'm definitely a new runner. I only started running about six months ago, and wow. Um, wow. I was always someone who said, "Why would you run if no one was chasing you?" <laughs> and even then, it better be something really big you're running from to be worth it. But I have really come to enjoy it. I found it to be something of an escape. I don't know that I would call it relaxing, but I but I enjoy getting out and just kind of shutting everything else off and just getting out with the music and, and hitting the road. And, and, uh, but I've never done a race this long. I've never, I've never done a, you know, really a big race like this at all. Certainly not one this large. We heard there were something like what, 14,000 wow. runners in this race. There were 14,000 people there last night. Supposedly. Yeah. That's what we're hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Registered runners, which is different. I mean, there's always a little attrition, I think for injury or dropouts or whatever, but, but yeah. The, people um, crapping themselves. <laughs> yeah. There's that. There was that on the side of the, the road. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was extremely well organized. I thought, I mean, we all signed up ahead of time. And when you get to Disney, there's a there's an expo over at Wide World of Sports where you go to pick up your race packet and your your race bib, which identifies you as a runner and also has your your timing sensor on it. So when you cross the start line, you cross the finish line. That sensor gets red, so your exact 
finish time is, is calculated off of that. And what were our times for this race? Pat? I was an hour, 33 minutes, and three seconds. Okay. I was an hour and 33 minutes and 12 seconds. Okay. Hour, 53 minutes, and 17 seconds. I was an hour 57, so it skirted in under two hours, but uh, I'm not sure my exact time at this point. Okay. <laughs> now, um, they they have a, a like a, a maximum amount of time that you can take to finish this. What, how, how long can you take to finish? They set a cap at 16 minutes per mile, which essentially is a slow walk. So most people who were choosing to walk, and a lot of people chose to walk the race, as long as they did it under 60 minutes a mile, they're fine. And they actually have what they call the sweepers at the end of the race that if you're going too slow, they actually come by and pick you up with the bus. They run you over. <laughs> that too. <laughs> now, because I was thinking about this, I was saying to Dustin last yeah. night, you know, I might try and, and make a commitment to walk this next year. The idea of me running it is completely out of the question. But walking it, I think I might be able to do. How many of these people... We're walking. Of the, of the 14,000, what would you say the percentage was? I would say it's probably close to half because there are a lot of people walking in, in all the corrals. And then even when we were seeing the third and fourth corral going, they're almost all walking. Yeah, and the corrals are, because you've got a race of this size, they don't have everybody start at once. So they sent off two wheelchair starts first. And then there are corrals A, B, C, and D. And those racers are runners are sorted into those corrals based on their anticipated finish time. So those who are the faster runners anticipated to finish much more quickly start in corral A, then corral B goes within just a few minutes of corral A, and then C, and then D. So the people who are doing exclusively walking are going to be back in C and D because then they don't get trampled by the people who are running faster <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in A and B. <laughs> Now, what was the winning time? What was the fastest time? Oh, do we know? 57. 57. 57, 57 minutes. 57 Some minutes. Some guy ran it in 57. And I heard that the first and second place women's finishers were, they were together. They were running the race together. The one who finished second was getting married here. And the one who finished first, I think, was in the wedding. And <laughs> they crossed in just over an hour. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Which is insane to me. <laughs> I can't even But, you know, I don't, I don't know. From a, from a, you know, novice perspective in terms of running... When I hear 57 minutes won the race, and you guys did it in an hour 30, you mm-hmm. guys did it in an hour and 57. 53. 53. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. I think so. I think we were all really, really, really happy. Yeah, no, and I finished, I just, I finished in the, the Galloway training program. There are a few different training programs for the race. So he'll put one out that says, if you want to improve your time on a previous race, follow this plan. If you want to finish in the upright position, follow this plan. <laughs> That's the one I follow. And, and I, darn it, if I didn't finish in the upright position and I was delighted and I, I didn't get sick. I didn't, you know, no, no ill after effects except some expected soreness, but. We lucked out. We were all pretty, feeling pretty good afterwards. Yeah, None of all, us really yeah. had a bunch of yeah. pains or sickness. We all met up sickness. after the race and just kind of touched base, and everybody was doing fine. I got worried about Eric because his right. phone died, and I couldn't find him. And I thought, oh, my God, he's in the medical well, tent. Well, I was just going to come over to Eric. You're a type 1 diabetic. I am, yes. Um, and so talk to me about, A, what your experience was last night, and B, how do you manage uh, your diabetes going into a race like this? Well, sure. Well, we had um, you know, dinner last night. Um, at Il Molino, so it was, it was a lot so of good. a lot of good Thank starchy so Italian food. Delicious. So I, I got a lot of carbs in you know, prior to the race, just so I'd, I'd have a a good high level. Of so you started you started blood sugar a, like a five hundred blood sugar. about half that, but but yeah. So uh, it's it was way above where I, I usually am, but it it dropped over the course of of the race. So by um, 
you know, mile seven or so, I was pretty low and had to actually kind of walk for a bit to and have some of the the goo chews, which mm-hmm. are um, a lot of good carbs, just to get my energy back up and and you know make sure I didn't fall over or anything. Right. Um, but you know, aside from uh, just sort of keeping track during the race, so I've got a continuous glucose monitor, which gives gives me feedback on what my blood sugar is doing at any given moment. It's about a, you know, every five minutes it checks and, and tells me what's going on. And it tells me when I'm dropping rapidly and when I've, what my blood sugar level is. Um, and so I was able to, to, you know, chew through all those carbs that I, I'd eaten <coughs> before the race, uh, by, you know, a little over halfway through okay. and I was, um, headed down. So I, you know, restocked again. They've got, um, they had water and Powerade both on the course at the water stop. So it was, kind of alternating between those two just to get a few more carbs in right um, as I was going along um, and um, I also had my um, I've also got an insulin pump so I've got a lot of cyborg technology <laughs> on me to uh, connect it to you <laughs> yeah and uh, and so if I, if I needed to I could dial that dial my basal level insulin back down if I needed to to you know to make sure everything stayed within acceptable parameters for okay during the race now, the um, what was the uh, I meant to ask what was the cost of registering for this race? I was trying to remember. I think it was around ninety five, wasn't it? Was something it, like it, was that. it was ninety five if you did the early registration. Yes, and then I think it went up to around one hundred. After a certain date, it jumps a little. Yeah, I think that's okay. right. Because I think and, we just made the deadline for the early, mm-hmm. and that includes the race and the after party. Which right. was it's the a, race mm-hmm. and the after party, which was the Bellens <coughs> Bash. It includes the the race bag gets you the the tech shirt which is of you know questionable value but it's um, but it's still it's, I, yeah. it's, it's uh, logoed up and it's if nothing else a nice souvenir but Liz is proudly wearing her medal heck yeah which is a really cool <laughs> the medal the medal is awesome it is, so yeah. it's, it's got the um, to describe it it has the Tower of Terror it says 2012 the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror 10 miler the elevator is on a little spring and so from the back you can move the mm-hmm. elevator up and down and it actually glows in the dark. So the part where it says the Hollywood Tower Hotel and all the windows glow in the dark, which is so cool. <laughs> I hung is. it up on my uh, the lamp by by my side of the bed last night and turned out the light, and it was just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the people that get picked up by the sweeper bus don't get those. You got You got yeah. to finish. You got to finish the upright position. Yeah. yeah, you have to. You can crawl across the finish line and get it, but you got to finish to get the <laughs> to get the medal. So I, I think that would be horrendously disappointing to work that hard oh, yeah. and and not you know be able to cross the line but you know and they're waiting right there as soon as you cross there there's people waiting there just to, to go ahead and put the metal yeah, on you it was really, it's a really it cool really feeling something else i mean there's a, especially the pretty much the last mile or so of the race was inside hollywood studios you come in we ran through the um with the stunt spectacular mm-hmm. You run through that and then uh, through the tunnel where they've got the costume shop and stuff. And there was some backstage running, some onstage running. You run right in front of the sorcerer's hat where they had the DJ and everybody's cheering you along. And you hit the home stretch. And as you're crossing the lines, they're doing their best to call out names of people as they're crossing the lines. And yay, you know, Eric's finished. And... Liz is finished, and here comes Ryan crossing the finish line, and then <laughs> in the reverse start, order, though, right? Yeah, the in the reverse order, because they did. were way faster than we. So you cross the line, and then you start walking, and you just got to keep walking. You don't want to come to a dead stop at that point, right? And several meters down, there's a bunch of people with the medals, and they hit you with the medal, and then there's <coughs> snacks behind that, and then you just keep on walking, keep on walking, and 
they do um, official race pictures on your way out and you can check a bag of stuff that you want to have after the race. You can check that before the race, before you get into your corral. And the pickup point for that is clear across at Indiana Jones. So you've got to kind of keep moving and keep walking. And, and I'm sure part of it is that they needed a venue big enough to, to do that. Right. But I got to think some part of it is also ensuring that you're continuing to move and you're not just kind of coming to a dead stop. So stopping stop after around. the race is a bad idea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, you want to warm down into that. And just, yeah. so they force you to just keep going. And there's a little checkpoint. So you get your medal and then you walk more and then you get a power. You walk more. You get some food. You walk more. Yep. You get your photo. And then you have to walk across the park to get your, your bag from Indiana Jones. Yeah. And then they had changing tents. So you could change clothes. And those were complete sweatshops they were, oh. oh it was i walked they were vinyl <laughs> tents that had no ventilation so you walk in and it's just a steam bath and oh everybody's all sweaty and gross and get to but i just you know at that point i was kind of like whatever i just need to get out of this right. sweat drenched i'm sure clothes. that was right. pleasant it was muggy last night and i you know i was drenched by the first mile marker yeah it was 80 degrees last yeah. night when you're doing yeah. this and that's you know but the, the water and Powerade stops, I thought, were, were certainly adequate. And, uh, and the volunteers yeah. are fantastic. Volunteers yeah. every, at every water stop, the volunteers, wh- whichever group they're representing, cheering you on, offering the water, you know, words of encouragement. Mm-hmm. And they were doing it the whole time. Even you know, after we had passed them and we're doubling back, they're still going. And you so, figure wow. they've got to be wiped out because there's thousands of people coming yeah. by. How, how much can you keep that level of energy up for people? But they really do. And I carried a water bottle. And so instead of just grabbing a cup and downing it and tossing it, I was mm-hmm. refilling the water bottle I was carrying and they were, you know, one guy just said, here, just let me do it for you. And he just filled it up and sent me on my way. It was great. So now how, how did you find the organization? Uh, just the way everything was put together and run. Did you find it? I thought it was fantastic. We came in knowing everything we were going to expect. And it was exactly as they had written it. There wasn't any questions that we had. It was run really well. My only problem is that they only had four starting corrals. So you have, you know, upwards of 3000 plus in each corral or more and it's just this massive club so trying to actually run was really really tricky and getting around people and then you have people choosing to walk people choosing to run really fast and kind of made a mess when you first start the race right it didn't actually clear up for me until about three quarters of a mile in okay wow yeah well talk about the experience during the race itself and some of the things you saw and experienced while you were running the very first thing i think i saw um, going back to the whole clump we had, we I was next to someone who was really trying to make good time, apparently. And that whole first mile, you're really not going to be able to run your normal pace because there's so many people there. Right. And he literally just decided, he cut in front of me, zoomed in front of me, and elbowed someone out of the way into the grass in front of me and just so he could get around her. And, you know, it's dark outside. We're, we're going up the uh, on-ramp, and it's like, what are you doing? Just bide your time. Right. So I really think they, they could be served a little better to maybe split up the crowds a little bit more and have a couple more smaller starting groups would help. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And on course, for, I mean, one of the things that the Disney races are known for is their on course entertainment. So there's cheering sections. There are little stops where you can get pictures with characters. There's a lot of people in costume. There's a lot of things to look at while you're doing a race like this. And, and I, from reading... Um, from reading on the, the, the Tower of Terror 10-miler thread on the boards, some people were reporting back who've done Disney races previously that they they were really disappointed. They felt there weren't enough character stops. There wasn't as much on-course entertainment as they've seen in previous races, and therefore they weren't going to do this one again. And one one guy posted and said, well, I feel bad for anyone who's who's 
doing this for their first Disney race because it's you know it's just lousy by comparison. And I'm sitting there thinking, what are you are you kidding me? I didn't stop to visit any <laughs> characters because I didn't want to get off the course. I wanted to keep going and follow my plan for the race. But I'm waving at the you know the hyenas from Lion King, and there's these creepy zombie grave diggers over in the track at Wide World mm-hmm. of Sports. And I mean, there was just you come into the baseball stadium at Wide World of Sports and the stands are filled with spectators cheering you and holding signs. I think the best sign we saw was the guy holding the sign that said, worst parade ever. <laughs> Hilarious. But, I mean, there was just so much to look at. And, yeah, there were just some dead spots, but I found I kind of needed those because it's a long run and you sort of, you got to get in your zone and you kind of have to hit your stride and, and psych yourself up a little and then you round the corner and, oh, here's something else. So, I don't know, I... Yeah, it's my first Disney race, but I, if there's a lot more than that at the half marathon in January, which we're all four of us are doing, I, I'll be kind of blown away to see what that looks like. Yeah, and even coming into it, you know, when they said, you know, I feel sorry for the first timers, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm training for this, there's no entertainment at all. So <laughs> yeah. everything to me was <laughs> a bonus. Right. Everything's a bonus. Yeah, it's, it's like, a point. this is great. Elementary school it doesn't make it feel. Times. It's not as exciting as what we did yeah. last night. <laughs> so it was exciting because you do have that and it does break it up a lot. It made it seem like it was going so much faster. So Pat, what did you find special about it? You know, I thought what was really beautiful about the race was even though they had, you know, 14,000 possible runners in there, that such a wide spectrum of people mm-hmm. did this that from the wheelchair racers to the people that were doing their first race to the people that were just walking this, it was accessible for everyone. It was organized and easy for everyone. I mean, as easy as doing 10 miles can be at 10 o'clock at night in 80 degree weather. But (laughs) I think, I think everybody had a great time doing it and it really made distance running kind of an available thing, even for people who wouldn't necessarily go for one of the big, you know, half marathons or marathon races. Hmm. See, I, uh, you know, up until this weekend, never even gave a second thought to doing anything with one of these. But then talking with you guys, now, like I said, I'd never run it. I would doubt it very serious. I should never say never, but I said, you know, I doubt seriously. I would never run it. That but was walking me. That it, was me, Pete. I said I'd never in a million years. <laughs> well, you don't smoke two packs of cigarettes yeah. that either. So. Granted. Unless... <laughs> Because you see me, you know, running down Osceola Park with a cigarette. <laughs> um, so there's that. But the walking, I, you know, I started thinking about it. I'm like, okay, you know, 10 miles would be a real challenge. It'd be a real challenge for me. Um, but, you know, giving myself enough time, and if I set it as a goal, you know, maybe I could do it. Maybe I could do it. And I just kept thinking about that. Like, you know what? What a great goal that would be. Because it seems like there's, I mean, there's a lot of people here for this race. And it just seemed like a very fun, it sounded like a very fun atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Yes. Great way to do it. Great environment to do it in. Great place to do it. And having the party afterward, too. That was a lot of fun. I mean, it it went till four and we didn't, none of us made it past (laughs) 245 or so. But to kind of be in that environment with all these people who've just collectively accomplished all these, you know, finished this race. It was just really you know, lots of high fives and way to goes with people you've never laid eyes on and never will again. And oh, and we got to meet Maleficent. Yes, <laughs> was awesome. and was the cast awesome in the, the cast park last night? Yeah. They were really, 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 really great with us. They were just great. I mean, just from from cast members behind the food venue registers doing synchronized dances to the, what the DJ was playing. <laughs> and just everybody was super friendly and super helpful and. 
yeah, it was just really, it was a fun place to be last night in, in Hollywood. Studios. Everybody was saying congratulations, yeah. good job, good work. And, uh, and yeah, I didn't see any, any of the cast members at, you know, even at two 30 in the morning being anything less than, than chipper. Like a hundred percent. They were, they, they were, were yeah. they were That's really great. on. Absolutely. And in the park today, I actually ran across the manager from studios and she just said the cast love doing these events because it's the one time they can actually really just dig in and have fun. Right. They love working late. You know, they get fed, things like that. And they just have a great time. Well, what was what, you know, what were the elements of the party? What, What rides were open? What what venues were open? Well, we didn't we didn't dig too deeply because honestly we were kind of tired. <laughs> but we um, let's see, there Two was miles. the She's big <laughs> the big rides were open. So Toy Story Mania was open. Obviously, Tower of Terror, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, Star Tours, Star Tours, Star Tours was up. Um, and there were a lot of the quick service venues were open. Um, I was kind of bummed that Starring Rolls wasn't open. I sort of wanted that would have been, oh, been a good one. But they had Fairfax Fair and Hollywood Scoops and the what's the place where the boat. Um, oh, Minimum bills. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so, and and some of the shops were open, but mostly on the main drag. The the if you're on your way out of the studios, that row of shops on the right, right. is open. So Everything else of Hollywood is, is probably about. Would you say eighty eight percent of the park or so? Yeah, that was yeah, open. Yeah, wow. yeah, it was and a huge. They had a kind of a dance party thing going on around the at the stage at the Sorcerer's Hat. So they had a DJ going. They were pumping the music, and it just had a really lively, fun feel. And, and it was re- it was full. It was really full. Um, we only had about a twenty minute wait for Rock and Roller until mm-hmm. we got in, and there was a delay in another ten minutes or so. But even that Tower Terror had a pretty long wait. We're going to go back and do that one yeah. today or tomorrow. So, <laughs> would you do it again? Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So next year, definitely. We'll see. We'll see if we can get down here. We got a lot going on next year. We'll see. Oh, she's hedging already. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do it again? Sure. Next year. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I got airfare to consider and kids and all that yeah. stuff. So you know, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I just uh, it's um, I I just think it's first of all it's great. Congratulations to all four of you Thank for you. running Thank you. it Thank you. and finishing it. Um. For not crapping yourself, yeah. <laughs> that was the goal. That was one of the goals. Yeah, I've, I've been as Ryan and I have been communicating. <laughs> I just been like putting that in his head. You might, you might crap yourself. Uh, um, but uh, well, if anyone did, nobody owned up. So, right? and, and you know, it also makes me think. You know, there were a lot of dizzers. Yeah. Uh, oh, there sure. Last night. Yeah, a lot of oh, people yeah. from our well, wish, wish board. The wish boards. I mean, they're they're just the wish shirts alone, and then be, tons beyond that who didn't have the the wish branding going. Yeah, lots There's and lots of people. A guy I knew from the Diz Dads sub forum was mm-hmm. was there. Uh, I was you know putting on Facebook because that's what everybody does now. I put on Facebook that uh, I was getting ready for the race, and it's like, where are you? I'm in you know Corral B with my wife. Said, oh, me too. And he was like twelve feet away from me. So <laughs> the first, time, first time we'd ever met, but. Uh, but yeah, it was just a neat coincidence that we were you know that close. And I, I would like to say for anybody who's you know contemplating doing this, uh, if you're worried about you know sort of the time limit, uh, you also need to keep in mind that there are four corrals that need to get off, and that that takes you know at least 20 minutes for them. So figure a 16 minute mile for 10 minutes. That's 160 minutes. Another 20 because they don't start sweeping people until that last person leaves from the last corral. So. It's a it's three hours that you've got basically to, to complete this race. So you get three hours to walk ten miles. So if, if you're at all worried about because that's what I keep thinking. I'm trying to do the math in my head and like okay. Yeah, you, you get a little more of a buffer if you're in one of the 
the crowds that are uh, toward the front because right. yeah, uh, if you're in that last crowd, the then you, you don't get as much of a jump on the on the sweepers. But uh, but it it is a good amount of time. Yeah, so it's not it's not 160 minutes. You, you definitely have more time than 160 minutes. Uh, how much time is a little dependent upon when that last person in the last crowd gets over the line. Yeah, but. and it's understandable why they do that too. It's safety. They got to reopen the roads at some point. It's you just you can't. Right. You have to draw the line somewhere. And I think right. they've done it at a very reasonable place that, mm-hmm. that, like Pat said, keeps the race accessible for a really wide variety of people who just want to be involved in something like this. Who who would never be people to, to shoot for something like a New York or Boston marathon, myself included. Right. That's just not on my radar at all. But something like this, it's fun and it's and it's still a, a, a good challenge. Do any of you think you'll ever run a full marathon? I think we're aiming for a marathon next year. We're yep. going to do the half in January, and then next year we're going to shoot for the full. Wow. I will be cheering you on. <laughs> <laughs> I think the half might be my limit, but, you know, never say no. We say that now, but yeah. we'll see where we are in a, a year and a half. You know, at 40, I, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but I doubt it. I think the half is Oh, about, but like you said, it. you never thought you'd even do this? That's true. Yeah, and to go from six months, in six months, from, from zero to ten miles, I'm, I'm That's awesome. That's amazingly really proud of impressive. So. It really is. I Thanks. mean, I just, I, in six months. <laughs> I will say, I started doing a Couch to 5K program. That was the first thing I did. And Jeff Galloway has an app for Couch to 5K and a uh, 10K um, training app as well. And so starting starting with something small, I didn't start out saying, I'm going to run a half marathon. It wasn't very long into the C to 5K that I thought, I really like this, and I bet I could do that. And we actually signed up for the half before we signed up for this. So that quickly showed up on my radar. But yeah. but the C to 5K is a great way to ease in. It really takes you from a complete novice beginner level and, and kind of gets you to a place where you can run a 5K without without stopping. So Well, well well, you could run a 5K. <laughs> let's, let's be clear here. Pull down the app and let me know what happens. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, guys, thank you very much. Uh, I I really appreciate you taking time to talk to us about it, especially after doing all that yesterday. But congratulations again. That will do it for this segment. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. Thanks for listening. And remember, stay out of the damn race. (laughs) 